0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Let me see if I can give you a list. Let's see, they you got your neighbor's wife... His manservant, his maidservant, his ass, his ox. I actually think there may be a a couple more in there. All these, all these things are things that we're not supposed to covet because they belong to our neighbor. I think we probably should take a moment to Define covet, since the word is really not used much nowadays. Covet, to want the hell out of something. Now, that's what covet means. I want the hell out of something. I suppose if you didn't want the hell out of your neighbor's wife, that would be good. Because if you do want the hell out of your neighbor's wife, there could be problems. On the other hand, I don't think we're supposed to have man and maid servants, and I suppose since we don't have asses, that could be a car, and maybe an ox could be a boat that your neighbor purchased that you are coveting. When I started reading the Ten Commandments when I was just a kid, and I started with number one, and I immediately had no interest in any being or God or creature who introduced himself as jealous. And likewise, when I get to the end of the Ten Commandments here, and it I'm told not to covet, I immediately, I immediately realize that this particular list of ten things, ten commandments, instructions. We're put together by somebody who never really spent any time with human beings. Here's the truth. If we don't covet something as people, if I don't covet something, if we don't covet something, it's hard for us to work up the energy to get anything done. I I know this. To be true, there are only two ways to really change your life. Number one, I see the light, I'll do what's right. I see the light, I'll do what's right. The second way is, I'll chase the way that gives me pay. (laughs) Now I'm curious to see if you can guess which one of these um, two paths is more popular. I can read truth all day long. I can I can even be convinced of my need to do something. But if I can't get my want started up, if I can't ignite my want, we aren't going anywhere. I'll tell you, I need to lose weight. But I'm also going to tell you that I don't want to Sometimes I, I make an attempt to try to mix the two. I need to lose weight, so I've got to get my want going, but it doesn't work. And everyone has an opinion on it. You can imagine that when a nice plate of food arrives, my first instinct about that is to say, why don't you just screw yourself and your, your opinions about me? Why? Because at that moment, I don't covet weight loss. It's just a need that makes me feel needy. I don't do things because they come from the light and they happen to be right. I've sat down in a Bible study and listened to great ideals and then walked out and turned around and did the opposite thing simply because no one in that Bible study explained why I should want it or covet it. Once covet again, that's wanting the hell out of it. They had the need down. You need to do this because God's word says so. You need to do this or you'll end up in hell. But I was always capable of convincing myself that it probably wouldn't happen tonight, so we could take another look at it tomorrow. So, maybe we shouldn't covet our neighbor's wife, or his boat, or his car, but here's facts. We do. Sometimes it's the only thing that really awakens us, arouses us. You see, Eve didn't eat the fruit in the Garden of Eden because she knew that it tasted really delicious. She ate it because it was pleasant to her eyes. It was enticing. She coveted it. You can see why covet has gotten such a bad reputation. But you certainly must understand that human beings, which you are one, will not make an effort unless they covet something. For uh, Let's look at it historically. Nobody signed up for World War II in America until the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor and we coveted to go out and kick some ass. That's also why we were so easily duped to go into the Iraq War. We were so upset about 9-11 that we coveted chasing down and killing the terrorists. It's a strong yearning. It's when you take lust right to the point of sin and in that last moment manage to turn it for good. Whew! Tricky business, don't you think? It's why the scribes and the Pharisees were always pissed off at Jesus. They, they walked around never drinking a bit of alcohol themselves, nor laughing, or never partying. And then they looked at Jesus, and he was, he was drinking, and he was a glutton, and the, they said he was a friend of sinners. They figured that must make him evil, but it didn't. In his heart was a yearning of what the hell I want it. A yearning to live an exciting human life and still touch the face of God. A a yearning to live an exciting human life and still touch the face of God. Now, now there's our path. How do we get the most of earth and still get heaven? Don't lie to yourself, it's what you want. You covet the earth, but you also covet to be in intimacy with God. That's where we create our problem. But we don't solve it by pretending we don't want things, and then all of a sudden we backslide and fall into a life of excess and perversion. You can't be a human without coveting. If you take coveting away from people what you end up with is repression, and repression soon turns into lying. I get real nervous whenever somebody says they begin their day with Bible study, prayer, and devotion. Honestly, forgive me. If it works for you, God bless you. But if you're lying, if you're pretending, if you're cheating, Will God help you? We must find a way to covet the best of earth and still taste the heavens. That is the human path. That is what we are called to do. How can I love myself, for instance? Love myself full and free and still love my neighbor with the same intensity? How can I turn the water into wine? How can I see God's will done on earth as it is in heaven? Number one, to do this, you've got to find find what you need. I'm going to pick on my obesity some more. I, I do. I need to lose some weight. That's what all the science, that's what all the nature tells me. That's what humanity around shares with me. And science... Mother Nature and human beings are the only voices and presence of God that we have to work with. That's how God touches our life, through science, Mother Nature, and humans. But the first step, the first step is enough. not enough for me. I'm not going to pray my way into self-control that will keep me from eating too much. At least, too much for my body. So, just knowing what I need needs to go to step two, which is discovering what I need. I've, I've got to get what I want off of it. In other words, what am I really willing to do without suffering? I am human and the minute you talk about suffering, I'm looking for an exit. God help me, I don't want it. So what part of my need can I want? Now there's the question. What part of my need can I want? Well, for me, I have a, I have a couple quick answers once I started asking that question. I need to lose weight, but what can I want from that? I'll be honest with you, I don't really want three meals a day, so I've gone to two. I don't want quite as much meat as I used to eat, so I'm picking leaner varieties and eating less of it. I don't need a bunch of sweets, and fortunately for me, I don't want them that much. So I discover a few things that look like cookies or taste like candy, but they don't have many calories or much sugar. I sit down and have a conversation with my need and my need explains to me this situation and then I reason, I see what part of my need I actually can want. Folks, I'm, I'm not a religious fellow. I, I never have been and no religious person I've ever met would call me a religious person either. But I do know the value of faith, and I do believe in hope, and charity rings my bell. So what part of religion and believing in God, which may be something I need, but what part of that can I really want? I want the hell out of generosity. I get horny over giving to people. I really do. It's not because I'm a great guy It's because when I give, it makes me feel like a great guy. I covet that feeling. I also have no problem getting along with almost anyone. And if they're hard to get along with, I like to figure out how to lick the problem and at least get a little bit in the door. So that part of loving mankind I can turn into a want. You see, once I found out what I need, I can sit down and figure out what part of that need I can start now wanting. Then, once I found out what I really want, just simply sit back and take an inventory of what's already already in me. Maybe I got a talent how much do i have some money what's my work ethic and i can work with those things instead of criticizing myself and begin to make something that builds my confidence and gets me started that's how human beings are motivated we learn what we need and then we find out well, what part of our need, we can actually want, then we take that want and we use the talents we got to get things cooking. So I'm sorry, Moses. I'm, I'm not interested in a jealous God. I don't really care, peanuts, about whether he wants to make, make have me make a statue of him or not. I'm not concerned about other gods. One is annoying enough for me. I don't mind respecting my mother and father but I will only honor them when they are honorable. If I can not commit adultery and still keep my sexuality alive and not be afraid of my own body, then glory to God, hallelujah. As we get to the end of this Ten Commandments, after all the stealing is dealt with and all the lying is exposed, don't ask me to stop coveting. It's what gets my juices going. It's the passion in my soul. What I can do is find what I need and sift through that need and find the part of it that I really, really want to do right now. Then sit and take a gander at my inventory of abilities and pull up some stuff that's available that i like to do and get to doing it. I just don't believe, friends, that you become a better person by trying to be religious. I think you become a better person by avoiding religion and finding out what parts of truth are interesting to you right now. Start there. See where it takes you. The good news is as I leave my neighbor's wife's ass alone, I will find out how to take the energy of my wants and bring it forth in good desires. And the better news is, if I start chasing the wants that are part of my need, I will discover that God has already supplied all my need according to his riches in glory. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.